everybody welcome back to another week of ghosts in the scene certified audio sage podcast i'm your host geo chumpatazi i am back with my co-host rob thomas the uh new single uh move is coming out pretty soon uh, how's it going rob uh well i mean pre-sales are already shattering records um which is pretty amazing uh and you know i we want to spread this this wealth that's being created. I don't think that's anything for myself. And, you know, in Santana feels, Carlos feels the same as I do. So we're just stay tuned, stay in the scene, everyone, of some big announcements. Uh, we're thinking like some giveaways. We're thinking mm-hmm. like some, maybe a big party for everyone. Trucker you know, hats. Exactly. Yeah. Like, Trucker hats, keychains coasters uh beer koozies all with rob thomas and uh carlos santana move on the move is kind of you know like trucker (laughs) theme so you know it's a work in progress but i like that i mean i think it's it's the spirit here to to share it all with you all all of our listeners uh you know because that's how that's how we kind of reach consensus and that's how this show works democracy that's how we work it's just it's democracy you know it's a communal effort um yeah how about you Gio? i'm doing great i'm doing super great one one announcement that i'd like to make um saturdays are no longer for the boys they're for the booze wow that's right i think ghost in the scene we're gonna start going on saturdays we've noticed there's a real lack of saturday publishing when it comes to the podcast verse people like to do it on a monday through friday kind of thing and we're gonna buck the tradition we usually do it, you know, Monday or Friday. Um, it's, it's been kind of like loosey-goosey with our release dates. I'm going to stick to Saturday. From now on, Saturdays are for the booze. You know, it may not be every single Saturday, but that's because we're researching, and that takes a long time. But it's going to be Saturdays from now on. And I'm going to get stickers made, hopefully trucker hats and keys and lanyards too. Saturdays are for the booze. So that's how I'm doing. I'm doing pretty great. Wow, I I'm spooked already. Um, yeah, I would be too. Saturdays are, are a scary time of of the week. Mm-hmm. It's the last day of the week. You know, I mean, Sunday is is the rebirth of the week, right? We start over the cycle, and Saturday is the very end. So we're trying to right before the end of the week leave off on the best foot, the most informational foot, because you know every week we have to absorb something. You say you learn something new every day. You know, you can backload that, and just on that last day, Saturday, you get all the information that you'll need for the entire week, maybe for your entire lifetime. I mean, it's possible. We've had many breakthroughs. People have called and, and told us, you know, I was living in, in the dark. I was, 
I was pooping and not wiping. I was doing all kinds of things that I didn't know mm. were not real and, and, and not right. And not saying that, you know, pooping and not wiping is not right. That's don't take that, you know, that quote from me, please. But just to say that we've changed a lot of lives and it feel it feels good to make this change so that we can change even more lives. You know, it, it's, it's a heroic thing. And I think, I thank you, Rob, for, um, for, for giving up Saturdays for the booze, you know? Oh, it's definitely the most worthy cause in the world. And, and here's my, my one kind of caveat. If you're not going to wipe after you poop, um, what you do is you get a bidet mm. with holy water. Look, yes, Rob. Oh, my God. And that's what you have to say when you get when you when you turn on that holy bidet. You got to say, "Oh my God," because the cleanliness. Not only is it, you know, clean from like a, you know, bacterial perspective, but you would not believe the amount of excrement that is haunted. Because that is something. If you are a avid listener of Ghost in the Scene, you understand that you know spirits are in everything. Also in the food that we eat meaning that yes we are digesting ghosts which means that we have to expel ghosts or be overcome by them and so i think our natural system poops out probably thousands of ghosts i mean if you eat rice we're talking millions of ghosts so that's something that bidets especially holy water bidets can take care of you know in a cinch and so the cleanliness is not only from a bacterial perspective, but it's from a holy, holistic, spiritual perspective. And it feels great. I mean, the tingle, that's, that's more than anything. That's, that's the ticket to the entrance right there. It's the whole package. And, you know, we've talked about butt chakras mm. as well. So, you know, you know, clean, clean that third eye down there, you know? Yes. That's a great point. You know, the fact that there are eye drops right? For your eyes. There's all these commercials, clear eyes, Ben Stein, right? Clear mm-hmm. eyes. Oh, gotta eat the clear eyes, right? Don't eat the clear eyes, he says, but you put them in your eyes. What happened to the, the butt drops? Where's the commercials for that, Ben? I mean, I think we all know the answer. You know, everyone listening to the show is in the scene. So mm-hmm. you're, you're only going to hear it here, folks. Yeah. We actually, I think, along with the uh, you know production of the bumper stickers and the move, um, I would say rollout, we should probably get involved with a, a holistic company to start developing some butt drops for the Ghost in the Scene scenesters. I think it's only you know us that could give people that kind of quality ingredient because butt drops are nothing to be played with. We can't have alcohol in it because we you will get drunk if you put alcohol in your butt i mean that's i think that's a unknown fact not even paranormal fact that's just party facts so we don't want to do that but i mean a mixture of holy water some essential i don't know oils i don't, I don't know if water and oil mixed together but we can we're magicians we can figure this out right rob oh yeah i mean if anyone can figure out how to mix oil oil and water that's going to be us geo um mm. We will put that spell, and you can put that spell right up your tuchus. Yeah, exactly. 
you know, I really like the idea of doing this butt industry um, and putting our stamp on it. Because if you think about it, there's a lot of people who's, who have had sticks up their butts, right? People don't realize that's a wand, right? I mean, we're magically inclined as a human race. Some of us are born with wands in our butts. So the butt chakra is a real thing. And I think us getting involved in that not only is going to bring awareness, because actually I just heard, you know, there is um, some rappers out there that like to rap about eating, eating butts, not cannibalism, but um, sexual eating of butts. And that's becoming a real thing, a cultural phenomenon, if you, if you may. And I think we, the world is searching for a way to clean your third eye. And so we've gone to the, you know, lick a plate until it's clean kind of scenario. Not realizing, you know, we don't do that to eyes, right? I don't lick my eye clean. So why do you lick your third eye clean? It's just uh, food for thought. I mean, and that could be our, um, our ad campaign. We could talk about how, you know, this is the alternative to eating booty is, is, is doing these, or it could be a, a pregame or postgame kind of thing. You know, if you want to clean it before, do a little, a little droplet. If you want to clean it afterwards, one more won't, won't hurt, right? I, I think I really like the way that this is going. Copyright, yeah. copyright, 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 okay? Nobody can take this from us. No, that's official. You know, that's, that, this should go straight to the Library of Congress. So, mm. you know, we say copyright. Sorry, everyone. Um, it's ours. That's ours, yeah. Wow. Starting off on a foot that I, that I did not realize was going to be this big. I mean, we, we, we're basically entrepreneurs. I mean, we've been, you know, helping with paranormal legal stuff. We're, of course, on the front lines of journalism, paranormal journalism, and movie criticism. And now we're getting into the holistic butt drop industry. And that's, that's good for everybody. Okay? Healthcare. Yeah. Exactly. Paranormal healthcare. We could be considered paranormal doctors to some. I think once we make our first sale, it'll be official and we'll get the um, letter in the mail saying that we are officially doctors of paranormal health. So looking forward to that. We will do a whole episode about maybe some healthcare tips that we, we could give you. Of course, nothing that's going to hurt you, right? We don't want to hurt anybody, but we have to be inclusive to ghosts. Include the ghosts as well. So, you know, if, if there are scenarios where we say, you know, levitate and you can't, you're going to have to spiritually kind of compensate for that. And ghosts are going to have no, no problems with that. So we're inclusive. And I think we're the first brand that's going to include ghosts as our, our demo, you know? So pioneers, really. And I hope that's why you listen to the, to the show too, because like we said, in each of these fields, we are blazing every trail that there is to blaze. It's really shocking to us that there's a lack of paranormal expertise in everyday life like this. So, you know, when you're in the scene, that's what you realize, that the ghosts are everywhere. You know, there's paranormal in everything that we do. And it really doesn't take much just to, to wake up and see it. So we also thank you for, for being a part of that community because 
there wouldn't be ghosts in the scene without the street team, which is all of you. And wow, what a journey this continues to be. So and I'm really, really looking forward to getting our, our PhDs or, you know, our uh, a P would be paranormal. Right. You know, uh, HD in high definition. Exactly. We have a high definition. We're 4K paranormal doctors here. And we are busy. We're busy bees. We have a podcast. Now we have a brand, right? We're on TikTok. We're making videos. A rolling stone gathers no moss. Mm. That's an old saying. And that's something that still holds true. Moss being negative energy, being ghosts that are negative to you. Of course, not good ghosts. Never would say that. And there's another good ghost that has just come out into the realm of of, of the ghost realm, just came out as a ghost. And it is actually a rolling stone. And this is something, I mean, th this doesn't happen very often. Okay, the rolling stones are notorious magicians who have kept themselves alive through various forms of necromancy, love magic, and just adoration from their fans, the drive to keep yourself alive to perform has kept them all alive. And so when one passes, it truly is like not a death of tragedy, but more a death of like, I've done everything I possibly can in the world. And now I must go off and become a ghost to the next adventure, right? He is, he is now in the pantheon of, of famous, talented ghosts that are among, I mean, he's among some, some pretty um, powerful people now. Freddie Mercury, anybody? I mean, he could start playing drums for Freddie Mercury now. But I mean, are, are there any, any, any thoughts on, on the passing of drummer Charlie Watts, Rob? It, so many. And obviously our, our thoughts are firstly with his loved ones and those that are dealing with this passing, because this is a big transition. And especially when you have a big spotlight on you, it, you know, can be a lot more difficult. There's just, there's, it just amplifies, right? It amplifies this energy, especially when you were talking about someone that was really deep into the magical arts. Um, you know, I guess my first thought though, Gio, and maybe this is a slight do detour. We said a rolling stone gathers no no moss and and the moss is kind of that negative energy in your life mm -hmm. um you know it makes me think why is taco bell's slogan to live moss whoa 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 yeah live negatively taco bell what kind of bell are they ringing over there wow I mean, right. we'll put a pin in that. We'll do a full investigation. So I'm not on... saying that, yeah, Charlie, Charlie Watts, you know, choked to death on a, you know, cheesy gordita crunch. Mm -hmm. But I'm not saying he didn't. I mean, we live in a multiverse, so we could definitively say he did in, an, in a universe that exists. He definitely did. And we forget sometimes we are broadcasting to the multiverse. This is Ghost in the Scene is one of the few podcasts that doesn't change through the multiverse. And every universe 
is listening to the same broadcast. And so um, that's a beautiful thing. Wow. I'm, you, you're blowing my mind, right? The whole Taco Bell thing, um, the conspiracy there of living negatively, right? The Chihuahua dog. I mean, people say that Chihuahuas are notoriously like the little demons of the canine world. So there is so much here, right? Yo quiero Taco Bell. Like I want the bell, right? Oh man, I'm, 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 getting, I'm getting chills. Hell's right. bells. Wow. And so Rolling Stones are pictured many times eating Taco Bell, right? Many mm -hmm. times you can tell they're not enjoying it. You can see tears coming out of their eyes. There's pictures. I'll, I'll, show, I'll show everybody right now. And what's wow. scary. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's what's like, scary is. It's like hot sauce just dripping down their face. And you look and there's no hot sauce packets on the table. So Stunning. where is it coming from? So, Charlie, rest in peace. Um, you are now a part of, of a, a larger band, a, a choir of angels. May, you know, I, I might say, and I think he's in good company because you got uh, a Jimi Hendrix up there, right? He's playing lead guitar or I don't want to stifle ghosts and, and, and pigeonhole them as what they were on earth, right? Jimi Hen Hendrix could be a really good cellist. He could be a really good drummer. You know, he could be a really good basketball player he could be a really good skier he could be i mean and think about all the music and musical instruments that we don't even you know have or are aware of so he could be the you know best at the Jimi hendrix horn so he's up there playing the hendrix horn and charlie can learn that now and teach people you know whatever he wants to learn uh, yeah i mean it's something that you know, you hear about the choir of angels and all of that, and then you realize that there's a lot of famous musicians and composers even, you know, Beethoven's up there, uh, and he's doing his stuff. Like, you know, he, I hear he's really into EDM now. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's literally just bringing a laptop, pressing the space bar button, and then conducting the crowd. I mean, that's the kind of thing that we as a human race, it's sad, it's really sad to, to kind of say this, but we will never see the best of anything because the best of anything really happens after we're dead. You know, you have to kind of pass through that threshold into the ghost realm to see Beethoven perform his DJ set, right? And, and to do it to billions of spirits, Right. And to conduct them and to make them dance and do the wave. He's doing the worm on stage. So we won't be able to see that. That's that's not that's not available to us. But it and this is where we have to celebrate, right? Because sometimes, you know, like Rob said, you know, we have to our hearts go out to the family, right? This is a person that they knew, that they loved. And that transition is never easy, right? for the people that are directly involved, but for the people that are fans for th that just have him like on the pedestal as the musician, right. As the figure celebrate the fact that, you know, this figure is now immortalized, but now can go on to do the, the better things right now. 
not tethered to this body. You can go and start, you know, being a jam band with with God, you know? I mean, the possibilities are endless. And it makes you think, you know, if, if a person had one life on earth, even, you know, Joe, it maybe they have another life in the afterlife. I'd hope so. You know, like, you know, I could see, you know, maybe like King Tut or someone like that, you know, really getting into the music scene. I mean, yeah. He was a young, young man when he died. So, you know, all of that partying he could have done. I mean, think about how jealous, you know, people that are older ghosts must be of the younger generation of ghosts coming in because they ask them, oh, what did you do with your life? And they're like, you know, I grew up, I had, you know, a good upbringing. I was safe. I went to parties. I danced. I listened to music. Whereas an old ghost, they hear that and they're like, oh, I was four years old and immediately worked myself to death until I was like, you know, maybe 30. And that was old age, you know, and that's, I mean, the jealousy, the, the amount of other people that are dying that are coming in and telling them their cool stories. That's why Beethoven's doing EDM, because some DJ came in there, Avicii. Rest in peace, Avicii. He died recently. He came in and he told Beethoven, he's like, "Hey, man, I, I love the piano stuff, but like, I've been, I've been, you know, doing some pretty good work with music myself." Showed him his stuff, and the rest is spiritual history. Yeah, I, I believe that's a really good point, Joe. The older the spirit, the more likely it is that they're going to be involved in, you know, quote unquote, newer, you know, more more up to date trends because they're this is how they get to experience it and they're doing it for the first time mm. and you know because everyone says like wow what did what would it be like to meet like gandhi you know it's people in the past i can learn from their wisdom and they're like no like these like gandhi wants to learn how to hit a whammy bar yeah he wants to learn the dab and and how to do the you know tiktok dances and you know you think about all like like you said king tut right king tut is probably in like a blues band doing you know guitar solos like bb king right i mean because if you think about it what's new to an ancient egyptian could be blues rock and roll and then you know maybe to somebody else to a beethoven edm is is right up his alley so and you know we can actually profile right we can do some astral projection uh, investigations and profile some of these ghosts that have transitioned from, you know, their old lives into a newer, I wouldn't say jobs, but hobbies and professions, you know, they've mastered other, other things. And so we can do an entire episode on just all the different ghosts that we've come into contact that are just different now and not what they would seem from their historical, you know, figure. I mean, one comes to mind, Genghis Khan is a good, good dancer, good belly dancer. Oh, actually. yeah. He could really he really has the you know control of his pelvis and his breathing so it looks like there's like a snake in his stomach and that's something that sadly is not written in any of the books you know no history book has that and it's because he learned it after he died so um you know shout out to the rolling stones i know that they're i don't know how many 
original members want to continue. You know, I don't know if this is the end of their band. This could be literally, you know, like, I'm not sure, you know, it's kind of scary to think that this may be the end of a band that's been around for 60 plus years. Uh, I mean, pretty close if, if not already from around, you know, 1963. I mean, we're coming up. And I think that's really interesting because there's been former members of the Rolling Stones that have passed. Um, most well known is, is Brian Jones. But when he passed, he was no longer a member of the Rolling Stones. Mm. And if you look at their history, you know, there's a there's a few guys that, that played in the band. Um, and if you look at it, the only one who has passed while being in the band as the Rolling Stone, like, like as still a Rolling Stone, supposedly not gathering moms. Yeah, right. You have to imagine every Rolling Stone is a is a a person in the band, an active member. So you're looking at it at a at a carriage of sorts, with each member being one wheel. Mm-hmm. So he's the first time that they've ever had a flat tire, a wheel that has gone astray, that has finally stopped rolling. Not saying that it's gathering moss, you know, because I think, you know, objects that, that have passed no longer gather anything in, in this realm, right? This is monumental for the Rolling Stones. They've never had to deal with a death like this. So do they continue? That's the question, right? And I wish we had one of them on. You know, our booking agent said that, you know, just to give them some time for the for the morning of of their friend, and we respect that, of course. So we would never, you know, try to push that. Uh, but we would have had them on if that weren't the case. And actually, we had them scheduled for for months before this, but you know, things happen, things fall through. But just let's just you know, shout out to to the surviving members. You know, I hope you continue. Because when you think about what we've talked about before in the past, music is a spell, and this is one of the longest running spells in the history of mankind. And there is a beauty to that, you know? There is a beauty to the spellcraft and the dedication. And I think there's a beauty in the fact that Charlie himself, until his dying day, was was contributing to that, you know? To the mm. to to the the spellcraft and he himself is i'm sure well versed in in the paranormal because in, in order to perform at that level you kind of have to be so um you know i i don't know what's going to happen to the rest of the band i just hope that you know they take into consideration the legacy that you know they're leaving because once this spell is done that will be the end of of that magical moment you know that's a really good point there's only you know we're we're in this ride too, so which is why it would have been very interesting to hear their perspective. And you know, hopefully we'll have them on on soon. I know that you know Mick and Keith are, are big fans of the show, so thank you yeah. both for for being supporters. Um, but yeah, it's we're kind of in uncharted territory here, like magic wise. So something for all of us to stay stay in tune for. Yes, absolutely. And 
you know, the Rolling Stones as, as a figure of, of bands, right? They're like, when you think about like the Beatles, right? And what the Beatles mean to people, the Rolling Stones are the other side of the coin, right? They mean just as much, but just to another group of people. And we have to consider that when the Beatles, you know, ended, that probably started like a, a fractal universe, right? I mean, the, the possibilities from that band ending, I mean, all of the hopes and dreams and wishes have to go somewhere. And I think they might have broken reality. And so when the Rolling Stones end, I think we're looking at another break in reality, which leads me to my next uh, subject that I wanted to bring up. Because, of course, we're paranormal, but we're also a, a cinema uh, p- podcast. And not in the sense where we're coming in here to talk about the latest movie trailer or any, any of that kind of BS. Because honestly, you know, trailers are, are their own spell and we can get into them, but really we're critiquing the trailer itself, not the content of the trailer, because the content is really just, you know, the flavor, the spice on top of what is really a spell, right? But what we want to talk about is a kind of larger picture. You step back a couple steps and you look at what is going on and you see that everything is moving towards the same goal, a franchise. You want something that has legs, that's going to be able to last. So it's not a movie that stands alone anymore that you can make. You make a movie that can spawn many children, right? But in order to do that, you have to tell a story that spans different eras, different times, different tones. And people go to the well, and they can only get so much, right? So you have these superhero stories where, I mean, I'm, I'm getting to the point where I, I'm forgetting how many there are, but it's all kind of a similar story. Hero, save something, yada, 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 right? Well, there is a secret trilogy that is now going into a saga that we've talked about before, I believe. We talked about the Fallen series, Olympus has fallen, London has fallen, and I think what we talked about last was Angel has fallen, talking about Lucifer, right? And so we already discussed this, but we had to take a step back and really see what is going on because there is something much grander in the works. And I think Gerard Butler, as a producer of these films, is now starting to tell a story that is not like, you know, the average superhero story. I think he's telling a story that is almost biblical. And Angel Has Fallen was really what set us off, what really started to, you know, get our minds ticking. So, I mean, what, what do you think about, you know, the angel has fallen thing? Of, of course, the next movie is Night Has Fallen. Yeah, I think that's a really good way to frame it, Joe, in terms of biblical stories. You know, the Bible is a collection of tales. And, you know, we haven't really seen, that's an old kind of format, a book, right? The Bible was, came in books. And that was, when it came out, that was like a really exciting way to release your story at the time. Uh, books were, were new. You can hold the story. You didn't have, have to have someone tell it to you. 
like next to you. That's why. And which is crazy. It's just a crazy leap, you know, to go from someone having to to sit you down and tell you a story to to reading it reading it in a book. And then also head. picking it back up later and it being the same story. Wow. Right? Movies is obviously an acceleration of storytelling. We all know this. It's been this. Mm-hmm. But this, this transformation, you know, the, the sort of telling of tales, and like you said, are biblical. I think we're looking at a new form, a new chapter, new story of the Bible. The, the modern Bible or the Bible part two? Well, it would really be Bible part three, right? You have Old Testament, New Testament. Or, I mean, this kind of feels like a reboot, like the like the 2016 Ghostbusters. Right. But you know what really bothered me about the Bible is that it only had, you know, and let's, and let's say you're like, okay, this is going to be controversial, right? Go ahead. Hit me with a hot take. I was going to say that it bothered me that the Bible doesn't happen as a trilogy. Yes. You get the old and the new. Granted. There's certain religions. Uh, Church of Latter-day Saints is kind of like a trilogy, but it kind of goes back and forth. It, it, it's also kind of like a prequel because you kind of are jumping into America and then yes. you know, later with Joseph Smith. Um, you know, you could say, in a sense, Islam is like a continuation. Right. With Muhammad coming. Right. Um, but, you know, I it, it feels a little bit more like, like you're saying, you know, a reimagining a continue a continuation you know a reboot if you will exactly so we haven't I, I don't feel like we've seen like a true third segment of the trilogy of the bible closest we ever got was the twilight series mm-hmm. and and that had its flaws and we we don't really mention that that's that's a taboo that we talked about in the forming of our podcast was that we would tread very lightly around Stephanie Meyer and and her her Bible saga. If if enough people ask us, we will talk about it. But this is something kind of scary that Rob and I kind of stay away from. But what Gerard Butler's doing right now is profound because in a way, I believe he has predicted this this entire thing that we just talked about with the Rolling Stones possibly ending their spell because we're talking about um, what's happening right now in the world, right? So the first movie, Olympus Has Fallen, starts in heaven, Olympus, right? And they talk about all the different gods, the Greek gods, right? And the second movie is called London Has Fallen, right? London Bridge Has Fallen Down. Everyone knows that song. But also London is a location. Surprise, surprise. London is on earth so it's a it's almost like a descending series of movies because it starts in heaven and it goes to earth and then the third movie is called angel has fallen which of course kind of you know paints the picture of a fallen angel from olympus to maybe london right but definitely on earth being lucifer right the devil 
and different names. He has different, you know, different ways of presenting himself, but we all know the devil is the devil, right? And now we're looking at the number four movie coming out, which is going to set off the next trilogy. And it is called Night Has Fallen. So, you know, what does that say? Does that say that the devil now has taken over the earth? And if is that Gerard Butler's interpretation, his reboot of the Bible, that when you know God cast the devil onto earth, the earth took over and now has has taken over earth? And I, I think that's what he's trying to say. And we'll see what the next movie's titles after Night Has Fallen is coming out. But, I mean, really, Night Has Fallen is, I think, the linchpin to showing that, you know, his vision of what he sees as the Bible is much darker. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's a new cycle, right? It, we kind of start off in familiar territory with the story of Lucifer. And really, that's the first trilogy, trilogy if you will. Mm. So, you know, this, this, is, this is Lucifer. This is what you need to know about him. And now we get to the next cycle, the next cycle of three. And this is what the devil's going to do. Yes. You know, and, and the fact that this is all happening around also the time of Charlie Watts' passing. And maybe this is giving us a clue on what the magic's about. Maybe the Rolling Stones talked about kind of Satanism and we're kind yeah. of in that because maybe they were keeping the devil back. Sympathy for the devil is like their one of their number one hits, right? And it's literally about sympathy for the devil. So, I mean, and they made and they mentioned all these like big like world events where the devil yes. is casting their influence, and they're saying, you know, I think they're trying to appease the devil in that song. They're saying, hey, we see you all all here. You're you're all here. Hey, this is cool with us. We're cool with you. Like, there's no more to do, no need to do any more of that. And yeah, we have recordings, but they can't perform that song live with Charlie ever again. Wow. You know, I just looked this up. Sympathy for the Devil was originally going to be called Fallen Angel. Wow. I mean, I mean, they knew that this was coming. Exactly. No. Hmm. This is, I mean, this is what we talk about with spellcraft is that with spellcraft, you're able to peek into the future. You're able to see things that us laymen can't see, don't have access to. So the Rolling Stones being the magicians that they are, that they even were back when they recorded that song, saw this trilogy, saw this saga coming, and they had a vision of Gerard Butler writing his second you know reboot of the bible uh, this is i mean this is kind of the thing that it's like an aha moment right where everything comes together and i think to leave the audience wanting more just listen to sympathy for the devil and listen to olympus has fallen maybe even do an exile on main street while london is fallen is is playing at the same time on mute and I think you'll see the similarities. 
I, I don't I don't think we needed to do that for you. You know, no, and not just the similarities, but the message, right? What what's the story being told? How does that line up? What are they trying to tell you? What's happening? You know, I, it's I don't think it's the movie makers referencing the Rolling Stones. I think it's the Rolling Stones. They obviously knew this franchise was going to be made, and they're warning us. Exactly, and that night has fallen. I mean, paint it black, right? Let's. We can get into this much more later because I mean, obviously. This is something that has been predicted, that has been prophesized. And so when it plays out, we will be there to elaborate and to give you more context of what's going on. But I think that's that's a great point to uh, to end it there, give everybody a, a little breath, a reminder that you know this is an intense podcast, that if you feel queasy, if you feel nauseous, take a minute, take a break, you know, let your ears relax, and then come back and absorb the facts because – you know, this is not a, a podcast that you can listen to, you know, lightly. You might, you might seize, you might fall down a flight of stairs because there's too much truth coming at you. So just caution. We, maybe we should have a caution at the beginning of every episode. I think that's maybe that, that might be a thing because we're getting into, you know, very dangerous territory sometimes. But I want to thank you for sticking with me, Rob. I, and thank you, Gio, as always. And, and thank you, you know, guys, gals, exes, and whys. Mm. I mean, if you think it, this is feeling intense now, uh, you know, this is Saturday for the booze. So of, this is a, a heavy dose. You know, we have had six days of coming up to this moment. Mm. That's a lot of info, info coming at you. And guess what? I... <laughs> I'm smelling a little bit of pumpkin spice Uh-oh. in the air. You know, we're getting to that time, that big time. Mm. We all know what that is. So buckle up, like, you know, do your meditations. Uh, we're going to try to get those butt drops to you soon to, to yes. make sure that you're properly cleansed between each week because you're going to want to hold on to those butts. You want to hold on to them tight. Absolutely. Um, like Rob said, you know, everybody stay engaged, stay in the scene, everybody. Keep your eyes on the screen. And, you know, it, even though Saturdays for the booze, there's so many different ways to connect with us now. That's right. Follow our TikTok and, you know, we, our Instagram goes to the meme and Twitter goes in the scene, uh, you know, TikTok, uh, we were mentioning that's also goes in the scene. That's right. So, you know, you just keep those eyes on the screen. Exactly. And we love you. We will see you guys next Saturday for the booze. Take care. <laughs>